Hey, friend L. Steve here. And Lars. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Rock Countout. It's the only Countout show we got on this channel right now for the near future. Uh, it's Countout. It's a pro wrestling list show. That's what we do here at Going In Raw. Anyways, thanks for joining us. We're available here and at the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson. Got a variety of war tiers over there. Did you turn down the, the, the did you turn off the? I didn't touch it. The thing. AC, really? Didn't touch anything. It was warm in here. Anyways, we're oh, available. It's getting warm outside. You're supposed to be in the 80s? 80s today. Patreon.com forward slash Steve Larson. It is lovely outside. 83. It's supposed to be the high. Got a new patron today. Trust 30. Want to say thanks to Trust Thank 30. Very much. Thank we you. We also have YouTube channel memberships now. If you enjoy watching Going In Raw live Monday through Thursday, Thursday, morning time Pacific, noon Eastern. Uh, we got, uh, and then of course all the bonus content goes with that. It is Friday that we're recording this. I am already out the door. I'm ready to go. Really, but you're seated right here. This intro right here is awful. So I'm just gonna get to it. Why do you say it's awful? It's fine. Superstar. The weather. Everybody's interested in the weather, Steve. It's not up to my normal, and I'm wearing a hat. I know a lot of people are like, I can't concentrate because Steve is wearing a hat today. I just worry about the shadows from the lights covering up your face. I don't care about. At all. You literally years you've always, whenever I've decided to wear a hat, hey Steve, the shadow's gonna cover your face. Yeah. There's no shadows. Look, it's fine. Even if I do this. I can see the shadow right there plainly. Well, I'm not gonna do, do I ever do this? Do I never do this. Do it now. To prove a point that I don't do, do it this. Now. Anyways, I decided to wear a hat today. I might wear hats more often. I don't know. Actually, your hair grow out and wear the hat, and I'd be all on board with that. I don't care if you like the hat or not. I don't judge your fashion choices vocally. Anyways, moving on. Superstar shakeup happened. It went down. And you're acting like you're a loser of the superstar shakeup right now, well, Steve. In life with this being, salty attitude. Being teamed up with you, maybe I am. Anyway. Makes you a winner. Uh, no, superstar shakeup, Larson. Of course, every year we look at winners and losers. Uh, and so this year is no different. Anytime anything happens, you got to decide who's a winner or loser, apparently. Yeah, pretty much. There's no gray area. Actually, there is a, there is a lot of names on that we had considered. And it's like, well... Half of them could have been on both lists. Yeah, like, uh, for example... Like Oscar could be on both yeah, lists. Yeah, Oscar. she's not on this list. Is she? No, no, she's not. She could have been on it. She could be considered a winner or a loser, depending on your perspective and where, what, you, what you think she should be doing with her career. Like, Bailey's on this list, but as we'll take a look at it, I mean, there is some open to interpretation there, oh, maybe. Yeah, basically, uh, even the what we deem our top loser, they're, only, they're a loser only for one, and honestly, fairly superficial reason. Completely superficial. If they had if they had been brought up from NXT Whoa, okay, okay. with the name okay. they had NXT, okay. Okay. they could have easily been you on the winner list. You just spoiled number one. Everybody knew who it was going to be. It's in the thumbnail. So here's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> they could look at them and be like, oh, they're winners. They got a big pay raise. Uh, so this is how we're going to do it. Five losers. No, five winners yes. first and then five losers. Yes. You just sit, if you really want to know who the losers are, you just sit through all the winners first. Losers are funnier to talk about. And if you really want to know who the top loser is, you just sit through the whole show. Or just look at the thumbnail. Number 10. 10. The Raw Tag Team Division. Uh, the Raw Tag Division was by far the weakest division on that particular brand. Of any brand in WWE. Really was. So they add Usos from SmackDown Live TV. Yeah. They add uh, 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 War Raiders from NXT. Yeah. Um, they keep Ricochet and Aleister Black full time. Exclusive to that. Yes. Yeah. Add to that trio uh, the Revival, former champions, stellar team Stay in their own there. right. there, yeah. Uh, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder may not uh, the caliber of tag team as the other teams, but they are champions. Therefore, they are champions. you have to include them in that top group. 
That's five really good tag teams. And you know what they also did? They got rid of Heavy Machinery. Yeah. They Now the Heavy Machinery is exclusive to SmackDown. They got rid of Heavy Machinery. They, they didn't add the Colognes or the club. No, they broke up Gable and Rude. We'll get to more on that later. Yeah. Um, the Ascension, I think, is still there. I assume they're still employed. Yeah, well, they need somebody needs to, to eat pins. That's what they'll be there for. B team, still there. Again, eating pins. Exactly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they, they, they really bolstered the ranks of the tag division over there in Raw. And uh, I don't know if it's exactly on par with SmackDown, but it's comparable. They took they took a really bad situation and made it okay. They made it good. Yeah, it's good. I, like, my, the only thing that I – is like, the Ricochet Alistair Black thing – they really should have split those guys up. But you know, I, but they also booked them really strong. And I said before that you know, with the the wealth of talent that exists upon uh, across both brands of main roster WWE, um, I mean, both Alistair and Ricochet are immensely talented. You wouldn't think it'd be possible for them to get lost in the shuffle. But you know, there's there's less competition in the tag division That's there is true. as a singles wrestler. So if having them as a tag team gives them a prominent spot on the show every week. Uh, gives them an opportunity to build their brand, both as a team and individually, on a regular basis, on Raw. I mean, I still feel like that's a pretty good win for them, as opposed to them just having uh, intermittent matches. I mean, it, the way things... Like, Andrade, when he got called up, is almost, unless they're going to get inserted to something major right away, that's kind of like the best case. You're given an opportunity to put on really good matches you know, when you are on TV. Mm-hmm. But even then, Andrade was on TV so irregularly, especially after he got called up. It wasn't yeah. until Ray came out of SmackDown that he was really given an opportunity to do anything uh, of consequence. And even yeah. that feud was more just about, hey, these guys can put on really good matches. I mean, they, they talked about uh, Andrade trying to disrespect uh, uh, Ray in the Lucha Heritage. Yeah, they were trying to shoehorn some story into where there was none. Yeah. But we didn't care because... The matches were so phenomenal. Like, yeah. oh, let's just see a bunch of reverse Ranas and everybody will be happy, which is basically true. Yeah. So, I mean, that could have been the situation for both Ricochet and Aleister Black for a year or two. But considering how well they've gelled as, as a team already... Uh, I love you, dude. Yeah. Um, they've already had a t- uh, two title shots, one on Raw, one on SmackDown. I think it's just a matter of time within the next year they get those raw tag team titles. I would not be surprised. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because I say they're booked really strong. They lost three matches in a row for the NXT, SmackDown, and Raw Tag Team Championships. But they're always booked really strong. They like only they, took they, the pin in one of those matches. Yeah, they seem to really like them. So, yes. I mean, Sky's and, the limit for them. And on top of that, they're in there with War Raiders. We've seen the kind of match that they can have with them just to take over. Yeah. And that's, I mean, you know, you get those it's two amazing, teams. Yeah. That's, that's really good. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with the tag division. Yes. If they actually treat it with some respect. Now. Yeah, I hope so. Number nine. Nine. Lacey Evans. Well, there are rumors that she was going to get a massive push at some point. And that at point some is, point. That point is now. Might be now. Yeah. Yeah. So she, uh, due to the superstar shakeup, she stayed on or landed on Raw, yeah. however you want to put it. And she, uh, in the first episode there on the Superstar Shakeup, she beat Natalia to become number one contender. Yeah, I know. And what, her second match on main roster? Yeah. For Becky Lynch's uh, Raw Women's Championship. That's, that's, that's quite a push. Who, they have not established number one contender over on SmackDown for no, Women's Championship. No, although there are uh, many vying for that. Ember Moon came yeah, out. Ember Moon. Bailey yeah, came Bailey. out. Um, yeah, so it's probably one of... One of them. Let me ask you something. Uh-huh. 
Because I think the answer weirdly might be Lacey Evans. I don't think Becky Lynch is going to drop both titles anytime soon. They might, given that they might consider her kind of like a Roman-ish level person, keep her on SmackDown, but in order to free up the women a bit, have her drop the Raw title to somebody. I I, I actually thought the inverse might happen just based on the depth of talent in the SmackDown roster. They thought, well... You know, if 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 Becky has to drop one of these titles, and we want her on Raw, then let's really load up the SmackDown Women's Division again. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that more later. Um, Knowing it, that Becky's going to be go. on Raw, and then her star, star power can carry that division, whereas we just have insane depth over here on SmackDown. That could be the case. That could be the case. That's how I kind of read it. I would just be really surprised if they. I mean, maybe this is the sort of thing where they're going to have Lacey Evans put in a really good showing, mm-hmm. and so she lands. You know, as one of the top female competitors, but she didn't really get the title. And then come back around to it and then later or so. Yeah. yeah that could be the possible. case. In any event, it's obvious that they really like Lacey Evans. Mm-hmm. They have spent years, I'm sorry, months uh, building her up. She had uh, the Abe Simpson gimmick. Here's the thing. The funny thing is, you're right. The funny thing is, you can always tell when Vince really likes a person when he builds them up in the worst way possible. Like apparently Vince really likes Elias. And if you remember how they built him up, really, he was just milling about. He was just wandering around. It was actually pretty funny at first. No, it was. It was great. But, like, that's how Vince, if Vince likes you, I feel like that's sort of how he does it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just do something kind of oddball. Yeah. And that's what they're doing with Lacey Evans. Um, But, you know, having her uh, uh, attack Becky in the way that she did and then her win, um, fairly uh, decisive win yeah. over uh, Natalia, including that moonsault, which I didn't hear anything about the aftermath of that, but boy, she landed hard on uh, yeah, Natalia's yeah, yeah, ribs. Yeah. Um, seems like they really like her. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, she definitely came out on the t- on the top show. They say Raw is the top show. Yeah, just for the time being, at least. She's number one contender. Yes. Number eight. Eight. Gargano and the Undisputed Era. Uh, they win by not getting called up. Yes. Yeah. As we'll see with our number one entry, there is every reason to believe that, let's just take Undisputed Era first. Had they been called up, they would have been split up. They yeah. would have been renamed. Yeah. Maybe even individually. Uh-huh. Alan Cold. Alan Cold, yeah. He would have got like an a, 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 a ice delivery person gimmick. Bobby Fish changed to Fisherman. Yeah, or just he's like a deep sea fisher, but still Bobby Fish. Yeah. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly would have been just Kyle. Just Kyle. This is, welcome, Kyle. Welcome, Kyle. Yeah, and then Roderick uh, Strong would have been Strongman. Strongman. And, and they, he would have borrowed uh, uh, Simon Gotch's old uh, yeah tights. He would have come out uh, with like a f- fast speed camera, yeah. undercranked. Yeah, and said, so "You have to grow a mustache." Yeah, yeah, Strongman, and he comes out with like the big, the with the barbell thing or the yeah, yeah. dumbbell barbell thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so they have stayed in NXT where they're in a really, really cool thing with Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Johnny Gargano, uh, he experienced a little flirtation with a call up uh, like a month ago with Champa. And thank God uh, Vince didn't say, oh, he's great. He can anchor 205. Yeah. Because he has been sent back or he has remained in NXT. Yes. Didn't get the full call up treatment. No. Thank God he would have been basically in the same locker room as Chad Gable and Apollo Crews. The locker room that Cedric Alexander is desperately, desperately trying to stay away from. Yes. 
Um, so, but I mean, you, you've seen what what's happened with guys who have a lot of athleticism, Chad Gable, Apollo Cruz, and guys who have personality, but for whatever reason, they don't want to display them. Yeah. And uh, Cedric has to be very careful about that. Now, if Gargano and Ciampa had come to main roster together as DIY, their fortunes would have been better. Yeah, oh yeah. So, I mean, you got to disregard the the storyline uh, aspects of it, considering what was going on in NXT, because main roster is treated as a completely different animal than than NXT. Yeah, um, their fortunes have been better as a tag team. Yeah, but yeah, Gargano at this point uh, as a solo competitor. Yeah, it's probably 205 Live. He needs to have the NXT title for a while and, 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 and Vince to notice that, A, he's, I'm sure he knows this by this point, that he's a, a phenomenal wrestler. And B, that you can make money with Johnny Gargano. Yeah. And if he recognizes that and, and there's evidence that's possible, then maybe on the main roster he could fare well. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's doing really, really great things in NXT. He's like the guy who's bringing five-star matches to NXT. And maybe, that really means something. Maybe Vince is just waiting until uh, he's, he's ready to bring Candice to the main roster and they'll bring him up as the wrestling family. You know, I actually wouldn't mind that. I think it'd be kind of cool. With the Leave it to Beaver type of vignettes, yeah. black and white. Yeah, I'd be into that. Yeah. Why not, right? Where they make all sorts of puns and, and jokes using, uh, you know, having everyday conversations, but putting the names of wrestling holds mm-hmm, yeah. into their conversations. Yeah. It'd be pretty Could be worse. Could be worse. Yeah, it could be the wrestling experience, I guess. That actually sounds kind of cool, too. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Moving on, number seven. Seven. Roman Reigns. Darn it. Darn it. So we've been Smackdown live. We speculated that he'd get booted or Smackdown. Just kind of give him a fresh start. As long as he was going to be on Raw, people are going to worry, oh, when he's going to get that title off Seth. Seth just got that belt. Yeah. Seth should have that belt for a while and shouldn't have to worry about the perception that Roman is there. And at some point, that belt is going to be taken off Seth and put around the waist of Roman Reigns. True. Um, and then you get him over to Smackdown, fresh start, new feuds. Uh, it's a huge win, I feel like, for Roman. Maybe even most importantly, SmackDown's creative is, for whatever reason, seemingly... Better. Just far better than Raw's. I mean, they'll let Roman be Roman. Yeah. I mean, they helped him out by his debut on SmackDown, having him punch Vince in the face. Nobody... Dude, everybody loves that. And I'm glad that whomever it is in creative that came up with that spot, maybe it was Vince 
Maybe Vince remembers the big pop that Roman got when he was doing things like beating up Triple H, beating up uh, Vince McMahon. Maybe yeah. he remembered that. Yeah. I mean, Vince always likes getting other guys over by having them beat him up, like yeah. Kevin Owens headbutting him. Um, or going back as far as Stone Cold. Or uh, Exactly. The, blue, the blueprint for it all. Um, or, in reality, Bret Hart. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, for Roman Reigns, uh, this is... Uh, now, I know a lot of people out there are thinking, well... Uh, how long is it before uh, they job Kofi out to him? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm sort of... If, if they have a good story behind it, which SmackDown seems to have, then I'm... It's, it's fine. It's whatever. Well, here's like, the thing, too. I, I, knowing... Here's the thing. Whenever Reigns wins that WWE title, because it will happen. It will happen. It's not going to be off Kofi. Yeah, right. Yeah. There's going to be a transitional champion, a heel that's going to beat Kofi for that title. Ideally, it'd be like a WrestleMania 9 situation mm-hmm. where Kofi loses it to a heel. Oh, my God. And then Roman shows up and to correct the wrong, beats the heel. Lars Sullivan. Who could, uh, who's going to take that title off Kofi? Let's say it's not Daniel Bryan. Take Daniel Bryan out of the equation. Well, I mean, that's the one thing about SmackDown. They're a bit bereft of heels, I know. They didn't send. That was kind of the weird thing. We I mean, thought at least Baron, one of Baron, Bobby, Lashley, or Drew would go over. Didn't yeah, happen. Yeah, right? Yeah, it didn't happen. Maybe they, maybe they have really high hopes for Lars. Yeah, that could be. That could be. They're putting a lot of they're putting a lot of faith in an unproven commodity. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't be the first time. No. But, uh, but yeah, no, Roman, I think it, more than anything, I'm really interested. I mean, we've seen it with SmackDown's creative, be it the Miz-Shane feud. Yeah. Um, uh, Kofi's ascendance. Yeah. Any number of things, even the way they've been treating Kevin Owens lately. Oh, great. A guy who was supposed to be fighting Daniel Bryan at Mania for the title and how, you know, what's going on with him now. You know, they're keeping him relevant. They're keeping him engaged. This whole stuff with him in the New Day is could turn out to be. I mean, what if when Big E gets back, they just sort of welcome Kevin Owens. They, they keep him on for a little bit for yeah, yeah. a couple things here and there. Oh, that'd be delightful. I mean, to see Kevin Owens and Big E coexisting in the New Day, that could be a lot of fun, too. Yeah, that could be a lot of fun. I have faith in SmackDown's creative. They're going to do something fun with it. Yeah, I hope so. Number six. Six. SmackDown Women's Division. So I'll just read off. This is stacked. Yeah, it's absolutely stacked. This is what we got. Asuka. Stacked. She's one of the best wrestlers in the entire company. Bailey, Becky Lynch. She's champion of both women's divisions. Two champion. Uh, you got Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, the Iconics, the tag, tag champions. Tag team champion. Carmella, former women's champion. Charlotte Flair, the most decorated women's champion in WWE history. Ember Moon, she's spectacular. Amazing. Kyrie Sane, oh she's goodness. spectacular. Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, they've improved a ton since they've been on the main roster. Liv Morgan just got brought over. She's underrated. Uh, and Lana. Yeah. Lana too. That is a stacked, stacked. Did you mention they still have Carmella also? Yeah, yeah. It has a stacked division. It is stacked. And granted, I know some of it might be because they want to keep a focus on the tag titles because you've got uh, Absolution, you've got whatever they're going to call Oscar and Kyrie Sane, plus the tag champions. Yeah, plus the actual tag champions over there. But nonetheless, I mean, apart from maybe the Iconics, they're so well established as a tag team. Everybody else can compete as a singles competitor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They've done a really good job of yeah, absolutely. Easily. So yeah, it's when you look at the line, it's it's crazy good. And then if you look at what Raw was left to, could you move to the Raw section? Well, we'll get to that later on because we're going to talk about that too. Okay, yeah. Okay. Well, they were left with a bunch of garbage. Um, Well, not a bunch of garbage, but 
there's some good talents there, but there's also dealing with some injury issues and whatnot. So, so yeah, this is going to be interesting. I'm, I, I'm, I'm legitimately curious. This is where opening us up to process really would be a fascinating look into the reasons mm-hmm. for these movements. Like when they looked at these side by side, they obviously didn't say, well, there's parody. They're, they're, these these yeah, are yeah, even. Yeah. Yeah. They obviously wanted to do something that really focused on SmackDown Live's women's division. Mm-hmm. I'm curious as to why, uh, you know, if, if, if that was sort of their goal. Because um, it seems that it had to have been. Yeah. If that's like a f- because of the Fox thing or not. I don't know if they just thought, hey, one of these shows should have a very, very high focus on the women's division. The other mm-hmm. um, doesn't really need to be. I don't know. You don't know either. Anyways, uh, let's get into the losers. 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 So SmackDown's women division is tops. Oh, yeah. Tops winner. Fantastic. Tops winner. Fantastic. Now we're going to get into the losers. Number five. Five. Bailey. This is this is just this goes beyond the superstar shakeup. Let's go back. Bad mania. Like the last two weeks has been rough seemingly. So apparently they were given some assurances that they were going to have a fairly long reign as te- her and Sasha that is a uh, fairly long reign as tag champions uh-uh. that didn't happen not only that they were told apparently before many that they were going to break the team up yeah um and on top of that i mean report to be believed they were upset about it which i understand yeah and on top of all that bailey gets sent to the other brand uh guaranteeing there's no chance in the immediate future that they could somehow uh get back on track that being being a tag team, gain those titles back. Yeah. So it kind of seems a very definitive end to their pairing um, with not really any storyline motivation for it. Uh, it. It just, I don't know. Yeah. It just, it, it she shows up, like she shows up on Raw and she got her usual reaction. They show up on SmackDown, granted it was to interrupt Becky and Ember Moon and she got booed. Yeah. Bailey doesn't usually get booed. In Canada she does. There's all sorts of videos of her from the past getting booed in Canada. There was that one time, and I'm not sure if it was situational or if Canada just really don't like Bailey, but there was that one where she had like her arm in a sling, and she was like, I really want to thank all the people reaching out to me. And they were like, boo. And she was like, except for the people booing me here. Was that a main roster? <laughs> yeah, it was a main roster. Was that after the Alexa Bliss thing? Maybe, which might explain it. Yeah. Um, and then I thought I think there was one other time. I think there was That's one other weird. time besides the ones that were yeah, happening yeah, now. Yeah. This is a weird, I, and I think it's maybe developing into a Canadian thing to maybe, move Bailey. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, like she was already in a bad mood, probably, and yeah. she's even looked like she's been in a bad mood. I know. When she came out on SmackDown, she was like, "Yeah, I think I left all my hugs on Raw." No, she said, I'd left all my hugs on her. Yeah, yeah. Definitively. Yeah, 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 yeah. She did. No thinking about it. No thinking about it. It was definitive. Um, and that just kind of, kind of came off like a bit of a shoot right there. Yeah. That seemed like it was some real talk from Bailey. Yeah. So she's in a crowded SmackDown women's division, yes. which thanks in part to her is very stacked. Yeah. And she's not part of a tag team. Yeah. So that helps. In her, de- in her debut, she was making a claim to uh, get her hands on not just one, but both of Becky's women's titles. And if what you are saying does actually come to fruition, if they want to have Becky exclusively on Raw and they're going to have somebody drop, they're going to have somebody pick up that SmackDown uh, title, uh, Bailey's going to be in the top list of top three. It's yeah. going to be her, Ember Moon, and, and Charlotte. And Charlotte, yeah, and Charlotte. 
Although I kind of feel like with Charlotte, they're going to do a boy. She had a really good Carmella match. She did. Um, they're going to do like a crisis of confidence thing, maybe. But then she just beat Carmella. Yeah. So I don't you know. They can't really do, do a crisis confidence when you beat a former champion. Have her take on. Have her get into a feud with Absolution. All right. With both of them. That's quality. You know what I really want to see is a feud between Charlotte and Ember Moon. Yeah, it'd be good too. Oh, I like that a lot. It'd be really good. She says, what, you show up here and you think you're a number one contender? I am. And then six months of feuds. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Done. Booked. Done. Booked. All right. The next loser in the super down, super bleh, superstar shakeup. Number four. Four. Oh, Bob Rude. It's, what's he saying there? Do something with me. Yeah. Use me. I was good in NXT. Yeah. My run in main roster has not been I like that my glorious. incessant use of calling him Bob as opposed to Bobby has rubbed off on you. I just take it at you. You know, sometimes persistent really persistence really does pay off. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's thanks to Rusev for that because he's the first one that called you know? Bobby Roode Bob Bob Roode, Bob Lashley. Yeah. That's where and we go with I just that call now. him Bob Roode. It's just something we do. So uh, his tag team was broken up unceremoniously during yeah. the superstar shakeup. Yeah. They, they seemed like they were teasing maybe some issues with them at, at certain points. Well, actually pretty much as soon as they joined uh, <laughs> uh, together. Um, and it never went anywhere. Shocking. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's kind of a microcosm of Bob Rude to run a main roster so far. Yeah. Hey, let's do something. It doesn't go anywhere. No. So it's not shocking. And then every time they, they start to do something, they do a promo where they say, Oh, we're tired of being good guys. Now we want to be heels or bad guys. And then and then this happens. Yeah. And they break them up. Yeah. But here's the thing. You think, okay, well, Bob Roode, he's immensely talented. He's got a wealth of experience. As we saw in NXT, he is awesome. He's great. However, I felt like his pairing with Chad Gable was like his bid at relevancy on Raw. Because now, uh, with the roster being as stacked as what it is across the board, plus new people coming in, the odds of him just showing up on main event on a regular basis increased exponentially. Yeah, so you you laid this out, I think, in the one of the shakeup episodes. So if Assuming Bob Rude, he's a heel, yes. If Bob Rude stays heel, he's behind Lashley, Corbin, Drew. He's maybe on par with Andrade, but he's definitely behind Joe. Joe. Uh, Andrade, who else am I missing? Maybe Sami Zayn. Sami uh, Zayn's getting TV time. Yeah, Sami Zayn's getting TV time. So he's behind like six people. Maybe in the, in he's the, maybe on par with Andrade. In the heel pecking order. No, yes. Andrade's above him. Okay, fair enough. Andrade just beat the Intercontinental Champion. <laughs> he's definitely below Andrade. And then if he decides to, if they have him go back to being boring, smiling face. You got AJ. AJ, Seth. Uh, Braun. Braun. Cedric's um, probably going to be a face, but I mean, he might be on par with Cedric. That's a tag team I wouldn't mind seeing. Cedric Miz, and Bob. Ray Mysterio. Oh, yeah. Miz is there. Ray is there. So he'd be sixth in that pecking order, too. It's not looking good. No. He has been like, yeah. Yeah. And what did we just say about SmackDown? They're low on heels. Yeah. Why didn't you send Bob Roode as a heel over singles to SmackDown? Chad Gable went there. If they went together, they'd probably assume, oh, we got another tag team here. Well, keep Gable on Raw, put him in a different tag team with somebody else. I know it's, it'd be viewed like a step down for him, but Chad Gable would be phenomenal on 205 Live. Imagine the matches he would put on. Yeah, I know. Phenomenal. He'd be like instant cruiserweight champion yeah. guy. Yeah. I know. I know. I agree. If, if not, no other reason, reason to kind of you know, revive his career as a singles wrestler, I think it might be a wise 
I mean, assuming he's ever been presented with that opportunity yeah. for Chad Gable to consider that. Because yeah. he'd be on TV all the time. Yeah. Put on great matches. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree, man. But getting back to Bob Roode. Oh yeah, he's he's in the middle he's in the middle of, of middle of the heap. You know what they do? This is what you do. Glorious Impact Connecticut. Yeah. The Glorious Impact. Bob Roode and Bob Lashley together. Yeah. In real life. Yeah. Keep Leo Rush with them. Yeah. See, that's what you do. That's, that's a, the tag that's, team you form. That's a money team right there. It really is. And then you're only adding to Raw's tag team division. And you gotta have them be dominant. You just can't have them. They gotta be dominant heels. Yeah. Dominant heels. I'm telling you, man, there's dude, there's right now there is room for an APA in their uh drinking days. Yeah. Not the ministry version. The uh Acolytes Protection Agency. Yeah. There is a there is room for that. Yeah. Like a beer money type thing, but with Bob Lashley. Mm-hmm. They both have history and impact. Hell, how about those three those two guys with the US champion Samoa Joe? Oh, that's something else. You know? Ah, oh, that's a killer faction right there. Who were the, who was the main event mafia? It was Joe. It was Kurt Angle. I think I don't know anything about it, in TNA. I'm probably making stuff up. And that was a faction in uh, in. Uh, well, let's find out in TNA though. Let's do some research. The guys who have a pro wrestling podcast. I don't know if. Well, I mean, there's per. Never mind. It was here we go. Uh, Kurt Angle, Sting, Kevin Nash, Booker T, Scott Steiner, Samoa Joe. I don't know who Tracy Brooks is. Whoever this person is. Don't know who that is. All right. Anyways. So no Bob Roode. No. Was Bob Roode ever in a faction in TNA? Yeah. He was, wasn't he part of Fortune? Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. He was part of Fortune. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah. Let's see here. Hold on a second. Let's let's look up Fortune, Fortune TNA. TNA. Here we go. Fortune, Ric Flair, AJ Styles, James Storm, Kazarian, and Robert Roode. The, Is that the, their logo? The group also, apparently. That's uh, horrible. I know, it's awful. The group also later came to include Christopher Daniels, Douglas Williams, Rob Terry, and Matt Morgan. I don't know who some of those people are. <laughs> I have a pro wrestling podcast. <laughs> Anyways. Can't watch everything, man. Bob Rude. Yeah, definitely a loser. But maybe, I mean, look, the tag theme thing wasn't working. No. Maybe the, maybe they'll launch him up there. to the. Maybe he'll be the next person to challenge Seth Rollins. Three months of feuding. No. No. No, you have Drew. You have Bobby Lashley. You have even Baron Smojo. Too many people ahead of him in line. Can we start like a petition or a hashtag? Save Bob Rude. See if we can get him out of the doldrums. Yeah. Let's do that. All right. Let's put our powers to good. All right. Anyways, number three. Three. Sanity. So they're done as they're a done. faction. They got broken up. They got broken up. Eric Young's going to Raw, confirmed. Uh, Alexander Wolf, he said goodbye to WWE. Um, whether that means he's just not going to be on the main roster, or he's done with the company, who knows. Uh, knows? Damo, don't know where he's going to go. Uh, apparently, Nikki Cross is without a brand. So you have Sandy, this great faction in NXT. Fantastic. Um, they get called up without Nikki Cross. Let me ask you this. And they were on SmackDown like 12 times. We said SmackDown is lacking in heels. Yeah. How do you introduce Demo, Demo as a heel that's not redundant with Lars Sullivan? That's the issue. And what separates Demo from Lars Sullivan? A lot of things that are good. 
personality. Like Damo has a lot of things that are good that Lars Sullivan doesn't Damo's have. Damo's more athletic. He's a more interesting looking Well, kind of. Lars Sullivan is a very interesting looking guy. Yeah. Um, he's got, Damo's got Nikki Cross. I yeah. mean, we've seen what Damo can be as young love in Steven Larson Book Raw, really which you all should that. be watching. Yeah. Literally, it's the best thing on our channel, Steven Larson Book Raw. It's the greatest. Um, here's another uh, potential person to be on SmackDown's, uh, to be a SmackDown heel, Bray Wyatt. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Bray. Yeah, he could be on SmackDown and be a heel. Maybe put Bray with Damo. Bray, and Damo, Cross. and Nikki Cross together. See, there you go. But give Damo an equal part of the personality aspect of things. Yeah. Don't just make him another Luke Harper. Yeah. Yeah, that could work. But just so much unknown about a faction that seemed to have so much potential. Dude, Sanity was one of the best packaged teams, factions. Mm -hmm. And it boggles my mind that WWE is bringing in all these people, and they haven't figured out that, hey, maybe one way to have all these people get some TV time and keep them happy. Is to put them in a large group. Is to put them in a big faction. Man, people yeah, love factions. They sell lots of T-shirts with do. factions. Look at all the shirts that Undisputed Era has sold. Right? Yeah. And they're crap. The logo's terrible. Terrible. New Day sells tons of merch. Put people together that people like. People, just, people, people, people buy the merchandise. Yeah, people yeah. Just generally like when people are together. Because it's like a club. People want to be part of that club. Yeah, I like to be. I want to be in a club. Yeah. I'm not in a club. Not either. We're in a duo. Yeah. That's it's different kind of, than a faction. It's kind of lamer than a club. Yeah. We only are friends with each other. We can't find anybody else to be our friend. That's correct. So it's not a club. It's just Maybe us. Damo can be our friend and come here. That'd be great. Did you see that Nikki Cross Shelton Benjamin commercial? Uh, yeah. Commercial. Uh, video yeah. where she was in a box. Yeah. Living in a car. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Number two. Two. Raw Women's Division. So, oh, man. So they lost Ember Moon and Bailey. They lost Riot Squad. Well, they lost Liv Morgan, but yeah, Riot Squad's pretty much broken up. Pretty much broken up, right? Uh, they gained Lacey Evans. Which uh, is an unknown commodity. And then you, you got, so Alicia Fox, I don't know what's going on with her. Oh, they got Naomi. Naomi's great. Naomi's really good. Um, uh, so you have Natalia there still. She's very good. Nia Jax, she's out for probably close to a year with knee surgery. Ronda Rousey, who knows if she'll ever come back. Sasha, she's who apparently got she'll several ever weeks back. off. Uh Tamina, you know, being tag team partnered with Nia Jax, it seemed to be a really good role for her. Yeah. Um, but on her own, I don't know. Yeah. Dana Brooke, I like her. But, uh, you know, I don't I don't know what kind of role she would fill per se. She has, like, weird promos, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, Ruby Riot's great. <laughs> and when Dana Brooke's on main event with Sam Roberts running her oh down. Oh, my God. That guy's terrible. That was rude. That was so rude. What are you doing, man? So, uh, I mean, you got Alexa Blit right now. You got Alexa, you got Naomi, and Becky. Yeah. That's the top of your card. And then right below that, and Sasha, if she ever comes back. And then right below that, you got Ruby Riot and Natalia. Now, there's, a lot, Evans, there's, a, there's obviously a lot of potential there. Yes, because Ruby Riot's great. If you get an opportunity to really showcase the full breadth of her skills, she can get herself over. The problem is... With WWE, they're not really good at fostering potential on main roster. You no, know? they do. NXT does a great job of that. Yeah, and then they get brought to main, and it's like all the gains they had made in NXT. Mm -hmm. Vince wants yeah. to do this with you. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It's 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 sketchy territory. They could lead to a breakout with a Ruby Riot. I mean, it. This is gonna be this is gonna be messed up when you have three hours of Raw, 
And right now I can kind of think that they're going to do something with Lacey Evans and Becky Lynch for one segment. They're going to give Alexa Bliss her moment of bliss segment. And then what else? Yeah. Zelina is always going to be coming out with Andrade. Yeah. And then, I mean, hopefully Ruby Riot will get into a thing. It'd be, it'd be interesting to see a Ruby Riot naomi feud. Uh, yeah. Or if they turn her face against Tamina. Mm-hmm. I could see something like that. Or even just have... Or like, have Sarah Logan turn heel on her. I was going to say, have since the Riot Squad are pretty much done, just have Ruby and Sarah feud. Yeah. Give them a feud for a couple months and just give them some matches with, with the, in some decent time. Yeah. And just let them show, what, show the people what they can do. Yeah. The problem is they've never been terribly good at writing for the Riot Squad. I know. So whoever's writing for them really needs to do something different. Oh, yes. You know? Oh, yes. Anyways. Uh, and then let's go. So number one loser. Can anybody guess who it is? They're on our thumbnail. Number one. One. The Viking Experience. It's kind of it's kind of a bummer that the reason the number one the loser is because they got their name changed to Viking Experience. Because if that hadn't happened, if they got brought up to the the main roster as War Raiders, brought up to Raw, and instantly on their first night on Raw, have them pin one of the tag team champions, they would have been on the winner list. We'd be sitting here talking about how they're like number nine, number four on the winner list. Yeah. And instead, because they got saddled with a crap name as a unit and individually crap names. Uh, I mean, they're fine names, I guess, but it's just it's 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 crap that their individual Renamed. names got changed. Yeah, That's what I should individual say. names were great. Yeah, the individual names are good. Ray Rowe, Hanson, yeah, those are great names. Yeah, they're great names. They didn't yeah. need to have their names changed. No, their their collective name is crap. Individual names not crap, but unnecessary. Now here's the thing: within a couple of weeks, nobody will care. Nobody, you know, was... I know that's the thing. Everybody, we'll all get over it. Yeah, because they're that good. And they will get themselves over because they're that. And good. they'll yeah, they'll be really good. It was just yeah, it was a shame that their call up, which is a big deal. It's, it's a, a massive big deal. deal. It was just it was just crapped on because of a crap new name. Mm -hmm. Completely unnecessary. Yeah. But they were going to be the Berserkers. Which people, second. here's the thing, people wouldn't have crapped on it as much. They still would have crapped on it. Yeah, because people said, oh, Berserkers. We've had a Berserker that would be before in the 90s. Yeah. Is is that their dad? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I just would have been making more clerks jokes. I know. Maybe that's why Vince didn't do it. My love for you is ticking clock Berserker. Because apparently, uh, you know, Vince, he... He fancies himself hip to popular culture, so maybe he's a huge Clerks fan. Would you like to make some fuck Berserker? Did he just say making fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would you like some making fuck Berserker? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, anyways. Yeah, so yeah, Viking experience. That's that's what everybody's going to remember from the shakeup. I know. That's what every Oh, is that the Viking experience year? That's what it's going to turn into five years from now. Oh, they're doing another shakeup. What year was it that the Viking Experience showed oh, up? Oh, wow. Uh, that was uh, that was 2019. Crazy those guys are AEW tag champs now. That was War Machine. I know. Yeah. I know. And that's like the... the that's, you touched on it. That's the crappy part is that I'm sure it was a huge moment for them to get called up, debut on Raw, especially in such a huge prominent position. And everybody was talking about Viking Experience. I would really love to think... I really hope that having been in the pro wrestling industry as long as they have, having mm -hmm. heard story after story about things like this, that they both have a good sense of humor about oh, the whole yeah. thing. Oh, yeah, I'm sure, like, a lot, you know, if you're in the professional wrestling industry, you got to brush a lot of stuff off. Like, in my head, I'm hoping that they came out and they were just trying not to laugh. Because, mm -hmm. like, if, if, okay, so if you and I were a tag team and that happened to us, we'd probably be kind of livid at first, but then, like, 
dude, come on. It's funny. Well, we just started talking funny. crap about it. Yeah. But here's the possibility of WrestleMania entrance thing coming in a giant Viking ship. Yeah. That'd be cool. I don't even know what the sound is I'm making right now. It's the horn. battle horn, yeah. Yeah, battle horn, right? So that could be cool. That'd be cool. Maybe Sarah Logan will go with them because she's married to the, Ray Rowe. To Eric. Eric. Is he Eric or is he Ivar? He's Eric. I thought Ivar. Hansen is Ivar. Hansen's Ivar? Yeah. Are you sure about that? I am. I'm going to double check your work. Fine. Eric. Yeah, Eric. Eric's Ray Rowe. Eric is Ray Rowe. That's why, that's why I said. There he is. All right. Well, you got your thing right. Look at him. He called that the Thunderdome. That's just his garage in Orlando. That's a good squat, though. He says Thunderdome. Here, how many, like Thunderdome? How many plates are on there? There's at least three plates. There's like well, there's two, three, four. I'm trying to see if they're all 45s, though. There's a lot going on there. Yeah, man. He's super strong. Good I wish job. I could squat that much. Good guy, Eric. Yeah, there you go. Good guy, <laughs> Eric. Anyways. Uh, yeah, so that's Dude it. Ivar. Dude Ivar. There you go. How are we going to rebook them? No, we're gonna do the 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 four Norsemen. Remember? <laughs> yeah, that's good. That works. So, anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, let us know who you thought won and lost in the comments below. Yeah, and be sure to check out another video that we have. Also, yeah, there's plenty of them on our channel. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description.